Music has the power to capture raw human emotions, and Teardrops on My Guitar does a fabulous job of doing just that. Unrequited love, or love not returned, of a close friend finds absolute heartbreak and devastation. Taylor, even at the young age of 14, knew how to paint a picture of the truth and lies that hide in friendships like these, even going so far as to name her muse to make it more personal. Hi there, it's the host of Decoding Taylor Swift welcoming you to another episode. This one on one of our all-time favorites, Teardrops on My Guitar. This is Cassandra, and I am your host today. We want to thank all of you who took the time to watch or listen to the last three episodes as we go back to the beginning to see where Taylor was, how that relates to who she is now, and what we might expect she will be in the future. If you love what you've heard so far, we'd like you to consider following this podcast and maybe sharing it with your best friends and maybe your most obsessed Swifty friend, better yet. That way, Everyone can join in on the fun. And now, back to decoding Teardrops on My Guitar. From the start, we know that Taylor has to hide her feelings for a boy, Drew, who either has no idea how she feels or doesn't feel the same for her. Although she clearly has love for Drew, she pretends not to, with a fake smile to keep from frowning, or in this case, crying. What we find odd surrounds the vulnerability she has with her fans that she doesn't have around this boy that she ends up naming. Drew, the love interest, sadly has a, quote, girl he talks about, end quote, who we later learn already has girlfriend status. Because she respects their relationship, and he must not love Taylor if he talks about his girlfriend all the time to her, that she never tells him how she feels. Instead, she leaves teardrops on her guitar as she sings sad songs in her room, wondering if he knows how deeply she loves him. If he did know she loves him, then he obviously doesn't love her back. Some of us remember having this situation happen in our lives. We might also remember doing things like wishing on wishing stars, or perhaps eyelashes, or birthday candles. All of this in hopes that the friend of our dreams wakes up realizing that they should be the partner of our dreams. Taylor puts these memories into the chorus for us while also acknowledging the power songs have when we love someone. The rest of the song, Taylor continues to pine over the guy she sees as perfect and what must be his perfect girlfriend. We love that she chooses to say only nice things about her and never bashes her. Then, she ends this song with a bookend, as we call it, and repeats the last couple lines at the end. We're putting that in our Excel spreadsheet, marking which one of her songs were bookend songs and which ones were not, to see if there's a pattern there as well. You know that we save the math for after the analysis of the song, so it's time to switch gears. 3 minutes 35 seconds adds to 11, and multiplies to 45, both very good numbers for Taylor Swift that she likes to use. This song becomes a single on the radio with the release date of the 20th of February 2007 to Country Music Radio. When we add 2 plus 2 plus 0 plus 0 plus 7, we get 11. Add 2 more if we use a 4-digit date, and we have 13. 
Taylor's favorite number. 2 plus 20 plus 20 plus 7 is 49, or 7 squared. And if we decrease that by 20 for an abbreviated year, we get 29, which adds to 11. When we look at the standard deck of cards, we learn February 20th reflects the Five of Diamonds birth card. Because we consider diamonds to be the opposite suit of clubs, we find it interesting that she chose to drop this single on the card opposite her own birth card. Furthermore, does it mean anything that she dropped the music video the day before on the 19th, which has the Six of Diamonds birth card? You be the judge. We only provide evidence. Should we do a quick numerology assessment for the day the music video dropped? Of course, we don't want to leave anything out. 2-19-07 adds to 19, or 21, if we use a four-digit year. 2 plus 19 plus 20 plus 7 is 48. 126 would come from 2 times 9 times 7. The math for the music video doesn't really seem to mean much. We think the numerology for this single date way more important when it comes to this song. Teardrops on My Guitar, Taylor's second single off her first album, many considered a crossover song, as it had elements of both pop and country music. In fact, some said without the twang in the lyrics, critics would have called this a pop song and kept it off the country charts. Nine months after they released this song to country radio, they released a single to pop radio in November. I would love to go over that date, but at the time that we are Doing this podcast, we could not find the exact date for the release to Pop Radio to summarize the numerology. So look for that in the future. And if you have that information, please put it in the comments. We don't know why we can't find that. But if you can, we would love to analyze that date as well. And with that, we have finished our lyrical and numerical analysis of Taylor Swift's iconic crossover song. Next, we will do a lyrical and numerology analysis of our song, because she released that single third and after Teardrops on My Guitar. We hope you find this podcast analyzing the works of Taylor Swift interesting and will reward us with a follow and perhaps even a thumbs up to show others how much you like it. Also, don't forget that our Decoding Taylor Swift activity book series has two titles, two titles available on Amazon already 